welcome to Tales, Tunes, and Tom Fullery, starring Jerry Springer, along with Gene Galvin and me. I'm Megan Hills. We're recorded live in front of a brilliant studio audience at the Folk School Coffee Parlor in Ludlow, Kentucky. Ladies and gentlemen, your host of the evening, Jerry Springer. Thank you. That's the first time I've been introduced by Casey. Casey Campbell. Yeah, because we can't hear Megan. We can't hear Megan. Hear Megan, but she can't hear us. So to our audience, both live because we've got Facebook Live audience. Yeah. When we record these, and then people hear it on the archive. You may hear. We're writing. I'm writing notes and holding them up to the Zoom screen. I'm basically telling Megan to keep trying. But she, we, if she starts to talk, you're going to hear her including if she's arguing with her husband who's trying to coach her on figure out the figuring oh, out the this settings. Is great. Oh, well, this so it will be, be very entertaining because they don't uh, know that we can hear everything they're saying to each other. Uh, oh, so in case, unless Megan's a good lip reader, I'm like, I'm outing oh, her on this, this thing because we can great. hear everything. Gene, what but a anyway. great idea. This could be great. This is reality television. Yeah, Perfect. Could, could be the hidden camera. Done. We hear everything they're saying. He called her what? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Anyway, we have Casey Campbell. Uh, We always love having Casey. Casey's a member of our team. He's our music coordinator. He's been with us since the beginning. And uh, as often as possible, I beseech him to be the musical act because he is a talented singer-songwriter. And he's going to... uh, be with us for this show and actually a couple shows in a row which we're very happy so we'll swing back to casey in a minute and we'll also hear jerry's thought of the week we always look forward to those there's always so much going on uh around the country and uh, jerry so we're recording this on what is it uh april 6th so we're right in the yes. middle maybe towards the end depending on the school spring break florida with yes. Governor DeSantis, who has been flouting any kind of restrictions because of mm. COVID-19, some might say stupidly, he he boasts that he's uh, brilliant and visionary. Uh, but uh, Florida is just red hot with activity around spring break. And you live one one of your seven homes. Uh, you have four of them, I think, in America <laughs> and three of them in countries uh, switzerland i don't want to go into that because yeah, right. right. yeah don't give the addresses okay <laughs> well, yeah no address I won't. but you live in a beautiful community in florida and there is a beach almost within walking distance so what are you seeing down there st Armand circle for example is it crowded? How's it been yeah. the last few weeks? Yeah, the last two weeks. This week, it's it's tampering down because Easter's over, spring break's over, Passover's over. So yeah. uh, it, it's starting to, uh, as I said, trim down a bit. But for those two weeks or for the last month, it, it's been packed. You can't, uh, there are restaurants you just can't get into. Um, so wow. it's been, uh, yeah, you know, you call for a reservation and... Uh, you know, no luck. I mean, maybe it's because they don't like my show. <laughs> hey, I don't think yeah. that. <laughs> I'm sure that's not the reason. But no, it's, be. uh, it's been very crowded here. Uh, but I will say most, we don't get the, 
you know, a lot of the college students, I mean, it's not Miami beach. Okay. Gotcha. So, uh, and so there's so many vacationers here, but I, I would say most people, except when they're on the beach, are wearing masks. Okay, so I'm uh, they, ask you they, do, they do follow that. And when you go into the sh- uh, shops or when you go into the restaurant, if you're walking around in the restaurant, you have to wear a mask. And uh, so this isn't the, the governor. The governor would just open it up to everybody, yeah. no matter how many people get sick. Mm. But here, the local, just the local community decided, you know, people are coming down and then they leave. And, we, you know, there are a lot of old people my age that live here. So, uh they're not too happy about that. So they, they're pretty stringent about putting masks on. I will say are you, that. Are you guys getting out any uh, more lately? Cause you both, both you and your wife have had two shots. Honestly, yeah. Since, since we had the shot three <coughs> weeks ago, the second shot, uh, we had the Moderna and after the second shot, and we're now three, almost four weeks in, um, yeah. we've started going out and uh, you know, we when we go to restaurants, we eat outdoors, which, of course, is a lot easier in Florida than it is, you know, up north. So uh, we have done that and we look for a table that's a little bit distant. And so we're very conscious of it. And we're wearing masks until we get to sit down and eat. Um, so, yeah, that's how we're dealing with it. But, you know, the idea of opening up the state, we, state we've been deluged. I'll tell you, the Sarasota Airport. Yeah, it had the in its history uh, two Saturdays ago was the you could barely get into the airport. The wow. lines just to go through security went through a coffee shop, which is down on the other side of the. I mean, it took hours to get through. Wow. It was unbelievable. And the airport wow. just wasn't prepared for it. But everyone was, you know, coming in and then leaving it on the weekend and. So, yeah, we, we, we pretty much got inundated by it. And you know what? We're going to know in another week or two yeah. what the effects of that are. Right. Yeah. You got it. And it's they're bringing the disease. They're bringing the virus back to whatever towns they're from, whatever campuses they're from. It was pretty irresponsible, to be honest. We're going to see. And by the way, if nothing happens, then uh, I'm, I'm no joking here, then DeSantis was right. I mean, it's always a gamble. I don't know what's going sure. to happen. I know that my son and daughter-in-law, my son has had his first shot. And I actually haven't asked if his wife got, uh, if she had one, it would only have been one by this point because of age. But they traveled. They were at Bradenton Beach, for which is near where you are, or in that area. They were at Sun Yeah, Island, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're on, but in that yeah. area. And uh, I wouldn't have done that, but they're grown people. And if they don't get sick, then who am I to say? Yeah. You know, everybody's got to kind of process. Did they get the shot? Katie got to her shot yesterday. Well, uh, our I know, daughter got the yeah. I know oh, that great. my son got his. So yeah, the answer is yes. And it's possible that his wife did. He did she she didn't the same day he did. Uh because they're different ages by a little bit. Yeah. So I don't know. But Casey, have you uh What's your situation in Jessica? Because I know the numbers are dropping or the ages are dropping in Ohio. Yep, uh, they are. We actually uh, got our first round of Pfizer uh, a week ago. Okay, um, great. Yeah, so great. Sch- already scheduled for the uh, next round at the end of the month. And then I'll be 
just shy of three weeks uh, vaccinated by, for my first show. So it works out nicely. That Oh, fantastic. perfectly. Yeah, we'll be. And, we'll yeah. Be, and what yeah. about uh, Catfish? Do you know whether he's, have you been in touch with him to know if he's gotten mm-hmm. uh, shots? Uh, he should be up for his second dose of something uh, here soon. I believe he's had a, he's had a first round. I believe. All right, that's good. And I asked that because mm-hmm. if everybody on our team, and we talked about this a week ago in our podcast, we could once we're there and once we're weeks out from the second shot for everybody on the team, then we could Jerry start to think about whether we want yeah. to reconvene live and uh, and we have conversation about audience members and. It's easy to do. We could just say to people, "Show us your card." We don't care. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Well, we'll have some to people. Yeah, we can that. talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll figure I, that out. I, yeah, we we can figure that out. I start taping Judge Jerry exactly three weeks from today. Really? So I'll okay. take it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we're, okay. we're back on that. So that's okay. And, yeah, and well, in well, terms of getting the shots, I got my shot because you know I'm 77. Uh, yeah. Mickey, uh, my wife, listeners, she's 27. So she still has to wait. <laughs> she uh, she has to wait. Well, she does the, look like she's twenty seven until until right the now. kids can get it. You know, uh, well, yeah, until the, the kids, kids can get it, then my the kids can get it. Now, no. Jerry, hey. you said you said you're starting uh, j- taping Judge Jerry again. Are they keeping uh, sort of the more automated camera setup that you had talked about before? Uh, no, we are starting with the plaintiff and defendant will, in fact, be in the courtroom with me in Stamford, Connecticut. Great. Whoa. Okay. So that, wow. Yeah. I mean, they, everyone's going through the protocols. They're being tested. They, mm-hmm. you know, and, and all that kind of stuff, because NBC is very careful about that. Um, but, yeah, we're going to we're starting out as and we're going to see what happens. But we're scheduled. Yeah, they already have some cases filed, so they're they're ready. A quick mic check. Uh, Megan, can you hear us? No, still not. No, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. (laughs) Because we can see Megan. Let me out of here. You guys never let me talk. You guys (laughs) never let me talk. (laughs) There you go. Hey, Jerry, one quick question. Uh, You bought a uh, Wave Runner ski do you know when yeah wave jet ski. yeah wave runner. jet ski jet ski yeah so and i know richard your grandson rides at but i was curious the other day because i'm trying to get a mental image of what it might look like but are you <laughs> riding that thing because you got it sitting out there it's in the water or it's in a yeah. lift probably in a lift down at your dock okay here's the truth here's uh the truth. he was coming down for he was coming down for, you know, spring break for two weeks to be with yeah. us, which was great. And before he came down, I took it out just to see, you know, you that did. it was running. Yeah. And I, well, I had to because he can't drive it alone uh, oh. until he's 14 and he's only 12. I mean, okay. he looks like oh. he's 14, but yeah. so I, you know, I wanted to be able to figure out how to do it, you know, back it off of the lift, get it back on the lift, how to handle the waves and stuff like that. So I did it. I did it very slowly. So he comes down. The good news is he loves it. I mean, yes, but he has no sense of how slow you should go, particularly if you have a 77 year old man hanging on for dear life behind him. (laughs) Yeah. So he's on front, you know, 
holding on to the bars and my arms go around in case I have to really steer it or, or whatever. And he goes and he hit 53 miles an hour. And he's, and I'm screaming, <laughs> I'm, you know, let's face it. I'm just a chicken. You know? uh, yeah. <laughs> and he's laughing and he turns, he turns around and he says, Oh, I love you. This is great. This is great. <laughs> oh man. And you you know, when you're going that fast and you're bouncing around on waves, you're really bouncing yeah. and it's like, you want him to stop. <laughs> what do you do? You're out there. And uh, so, yeah, we did it. But we went every day, every day. That's awesome. And then he had friends down here and uh, we all went out and they went tubing. And, yeah. you know, you, you connect the tube to the, it, it, I mean, boy, being his age and getting to do that, it was, sure. I mean, the smiles on the kids' faces, oh, you know, yeah. it's like, this is an amusement park. <laughs> they so it was a lot of fun. It really was. And a they lot were of fun. tubing behind your boat. Be, behind the jet ski. The oh, jet ski pulled it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Nice. Oh, my gosh. It, it, it's very fun. powerful. And it, they just, they're bouncing along. And uh, yeah, it's. Uh, That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. That is very cool. All right. What have you uh, landed on as you've sort of looked at the happenings in uh, the world this past week? Well, last month, we celebrated the 50th anniversary of the passage of the 26th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, the one granting the right to vote to 18-year-olds. Until then, you had to be 21, except in Georgia and Kentucky. Actually, expanding voting rights these days is not exactly celebrating, since 43 states dominated by Republican legislatures are now soiling the sanctity of the vote by trying to restrict the right of minorities to vote through 250 different pieces of legislation. Whatever, the passage of the 26th Amendment 50 years ago turned out to be a defining moment in my political lifetime in that Senator Birch Bayh of Indiana, the author of that proposed amendment, heard me give a speech in favor of lowering the voting age. And afterwards, he invited me to testify before the United States Senate Judiciary Committee. That circumstance launched my subsequent career in Cincinnati politics, a combined 10-year stint as a councilman as mayor. Now, considering the convergence of the amendment's 50th anniversary with the current relentless effort by Republicans to suppress minority voting, I rummaged through some old speeches and testimony of mine to see if what I argued back then is still relevant today. Historically, conservatives have always been wary of everybody voting, despite that wariness being contrary to the founding principles of democracy. Thomas Jefferson wrote in our Declaration of Independence that governments are instituted among men deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. Well, how would Americans consent to be governed other than through the vote? Lincoln continued the articulation of that principle at Gettysburg, reminding us that we have a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. Well, in today's language, that simply means that in a democracy, we are governed only by those who we consent to govern us. 
And that consent is given solely by the vote. That seems very clear. And yet, to be honest, despite that being our guiding principle, there has always been a struggle over the question of who among we, the people, will actually have that right to vote, the vote to decide who shall govern us. In the beginning, it was only white male landowners. There was a fear that if the masses ruled, if they voted, the landowner's property might be threatened or seized. And then during Andrew Jackson's time, the vote was expanded to let white males who didn't own land, to let them vote as well. And then, of course, it took a civil war and subsequent constitutional amendments to finally let black men vote. But as we know, Jim Crow laws, the Klan, lynchings, church bombings, and crooked literacy tests made a mockery of black voting rights for at least another hundred years. The suppression continuing even till today. In the early 20th century, the struggle for voting rights continued, giving women the franchise, and then Native Americans, and then immigrants who became American citizens. And finally, it was 18-year-olds who secured the vote. The argument being that if you could be compelled to fight and possibly die for our country at 18, then what justification could there possibly be for denying these same young men and women the right to vote for the very politicians who will decide if they're going to war, wars that often groped for justification and found none. And therein lies the common thread throughout our history in these battles to expand the right to vote. Whether it's people of color, women, Native Americans, immigrant Americans, 18-year-olds, the issue is very simple. The argument is always the same. Any adult, any adult citizen who has a stake in the outcome of a government decision or policy, who can be affected by such decision, must, repeat, must have the right to vote for or against the politician who makes such decisions. That is the essence of democracy. Blacks, women, immigrants, Native Americans, every citizen must have that right to vote. All obstacles must be removed from the process. But I would go even further than just making it easy for everyone to vote. I would do what they do in Australia and require everyone to vote as an obligation of citizenship, just as we have to obey laws and pay taxes. Make it illegal not to vote. Why not? If we ask our sons and daughters to fight and die for our country, how can the rest of us complain that we don't want to take a half hour a year or less to cast a vote? I know this is a free country, and maybe you don't want to vote for any of the candidates. Well, then, check none of the above or write in your choice. Republicans state quite openly that if everyone votes, their party will be reduced to minority status permanently. Well, that may be true, but maybe that should tell them something about their policies. You wanna get back to power? Start responding to the needs of all the people, not just the rich.
or the white or the privileged. If you don't understand that notion, Republicans, then why are you in politics in the first place? Perfect choice, Jerry. Good job. Absolutely. Good job. Yes. Thank you. Well said. Thank you. Thank yes. you. Thank you. Casey. Well, that's all the time we have for now. <laughs> hey. Sorry. That's right. Yeah, da, 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 da. <laughs> I'm sorry, Casey. Casey. Uh, you know, uh, no, you're not, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> We've got Casey Campbell tonight, and we're always happy Woo. to have him, as we said at the top oh. of the show, our uh, longtime music coordinator singer-songwriter in his own right. Yeah. And I'd always sit in with y'all. Well, we it. appreciate having you. And you uh, mentioned earlier that, uh, actually, it might have been before we started to record that, uh, no, when you, you talked about getting your first dose of Pfizer, yep. same one I had, and a little cold in the arm because it's yeah. But and you're about to get your second shot, and then all of that plays out nicely before you do your first live show. So tell That's us correct. about your first live show. When is that? What are you doing? Uh, it is with uh, the band Buffalo Wobs and the Price Hill Hustle. We're going to yep. be uh, at the Burl in Lexington, Kentucky. Uh, it's May 8th and 9th. Uh, tables are still available. Uh, it's a very uh, well-run socially distanced program that the borough has they've been doing them since later last summer and have really perfected this outdoor socially distanced uh they have bar service that comes to the table you don't interact uh at the bar or anything uh in fact you can scan a lot of stuff and even pay uh mobily and things like that we're actually going to be set up to help folks do that with merchandise and things like that nice. uh, but it's sold by the table of six and only 50 tables available for each night but we're doing a two-night run down there with some uh, special guests and uh, openers as part of uh, pitching a festival from uh, laurel cove down in kentucky the laurel cove music festival so isn't that um, wonderful that some God, uh, venues great. have figured out how to do this even yeah like <clears throat> like they're doing this you're doing this performance not as if well, all clear. Everybody come back and go back to normal. Right. You're doing this with all the proper protocols and good for them. Oh, absolutely. By the way, how yeah. does somebody get a ticket or a table for that? Do you know? What, what uh, you can do? check out the Burl uh, online, all through social media, uh, Instagram and things that are at the Burl KY. And uh, I believe their website may even be the KY.com. But, you know, pop it in your search engine. It'll pop, it'll come right up at the Burl. And let how do you spell them. Burl? Uh, B-U-R-L is oh. in like the big, like the big knot of wood, like uh, it's, okay. it's, Got it. comes, Got comes it. after that. So, yeah. All right. So what song, uh, do you, are you planning to do for mm -hmm. us tonight? Well, we're going to do, uh, Jerry, this was a request by Gene. We're going to do yeah. Carolina. Love that um, song. song. Yeah. Come, it's a song off he my... gets his choice. <laughs> well, he was the one who, he was the one who pitched in when I sent the email out. So I guess you hey, don't you know. know pineapple princess. <laughs> i don't but i can learn it real quick okay hey casey one one time we were somewhere oh it might have been in cuba well we went down to cuba and we did some shows from material that we got while we were in cuba and by the way <laughs> if you didn't listen to these shows we did i don't know one maybe a couple shows uh, uh and they're in our archive and we went to cuba to look at the place, the uh, function, the history of folk music in Cuba, because we knew that Cuba had their folk music the same as America did. Topics may have been different, 
uh, artists were clearly different. And it was fantastic. And Casey went and Megan Hills went. And Megan, by the way, is having some technical problems. We hope they'll get worked out to be with us uh, here shortly. But when we were down there, no, it wasn't there because Jessica wasn't with us. We were somewhere. And I said, and you were performing, hey, do Carolina. And she was like, what are you doing? That, that's that's the closer. That's the closer. You don't do that like second song. <laughs> yeah, calling out at the beginning of the set. To do, it, the, do the money maker. Come yeah, I know, on, I know, I know, I know. Do, do Carolina. So anyway, here's uh, Casey Campbell doing Carolina. I met a girl that I swore I had loved once before But time wore that memory away We exchanged glances And we shared a few dances Smoked cigarettes under my cold while it rained and laughter became a topic of all conversation she had a way of turning water to wine the shadows were lifted and the flood water shifted she cast out a line that I missed every time She told me her name was Carolina And her lips spoke of love so divine With every chance taken there would be no we need it for nothing Just a little more time Carolina, sweet Carolina No, it sounds silly to say But I lose myself thinking This well that I've thrown myself down Carolina Please don't go For the moon Has blood in its eyes And the light's shining down It cuts
wrote this song one night with a couple good friends of mine. We didn't write it about anything in particular or anybody in particular. We just based it off of some pretty words and a sad melody. Like most anything you create, if you hold it dear enough for long enough, you find a personal meaning. And I found mine. sing this out to her hoping she can hear it so I'm going to do the same thing right now and send this to my Carolina wherever she may be tonight I sure hope she's happy Perfect timing. <laughs> so Casey, here's the deal. Like I've been privileged enough to be friends with you over the last few years <laughs> and hearing that music, like hearing some of your earlier stuff, like I love that song. That, so too. That is like it's one, so beautiful. Honestly, that is like one of the greatest songs I've ever heard. I'm <laughs> no joke here. That hey, Jerry. Hey, Jerry. Here's a, yeah. This is a, a, a sincere question. And I've said this to you before, Casey. In my opinion, it is only for lack of a little luck and the ability, which very few songwriters really have, to push out a song, effectively pushing out a song that some, you know, big name artist hasn't covered that or a lot of people. Oh, that, yeah. in my opinion, <clears throat> is at the level of songs you would hear oh. and Amy Lou Harris do. And, and, and I know this is a oh, woman, woman centric uh, theme topic or uh, a lot of our, uh, John Denver, who's no longer with us, but I mean, it's really a beautifully written oh. and a great sounding song. Megan, I agree with you. It, it's just a great, Thank you. and that's why well, that just makes me happy. It Mary, didn't you say that like you and Mickey like listen to that CD like that yes. CD? Yeah, I have too. And like, yeah, when I was traveling for work, like I made the MP3 copies. Like I had everything awesome. so I could. <laughs> that's when. To that's Casey. when Mickey fell in love with Casey. 
Well, and you'll be <laughs> and you'll be hearing from my lawyer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that, no, and like we tease with you oh, a lot, Casey, yeah, but like you're so talented well, thank you. and like that, 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 yeah, that, that team want, was a, a special gift. I'll cover it for you. I would, oh, Jerry. Yeah. I would no. love that. I would love that <laughs> if you did. I'll be your backup singer. Oh yeah. Time. In case you have a career in, in making very room. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be well, the That team was a co-write with my buddy Stephen Williams and uh, yeah, yeah. Stephen is so that's talented. Right. So that's, Stephen yeah. wrote that with you, and and you and you yeah. guys have partnered up to do some. Uh, We've work done several teams together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you do some work now together that's that relate to yeah. music. And now we, yeah, now we do hardwood floors together. Oh so. no, it's amazing. <laughs> but. Uh, it's but uh, yeah, that's uh, that song was a true like collab. Uh, we just I had the idea for a while, and I took it to him with the uh, hook line of the or the beginning of the verse and the hook line of that or uh, the I'm sorry, the beginning of the chorus and the hook line of that chorus. I already had that in yeah. my mind, but uh, that was a true collab. Uh, and it's and and it's I appreciate y'all saying that very much because I honestly say that I think it's the best thing I've ever been a part of writing. I I, I love that song. Well, good, uh, good. It, it's, that's so. great, and it doesn't surprise me that. And I've heard other artists say. Uh, I watch Dan Rather's show, uh, The Big Interview, a lot. <gasps> Isn't he phenomenal. great? And and love he'll it. and he asks a question. I've heard artists speak to. Hey, did you know that song was as good when you wrote it as it ended up being? And Casey, artists, don't they usually say, oh, yeah. And it, it, they'll say two things. One is that song wrote itself. You'll hear that sometimes. Mm-hmm. And you'll also hear people say, man, as soon as I wrote. Hey, in fact, Jerry, do you remember we saw with our wives Jersey Boys in New York? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. And there is a song. I'm trying to remember which one it was by those guys that they got in a phone booth and called the producer and said, we're going to oh, sing this yeah. to you right now. And they held the phone and they sang that song. And that song oh, right, right. was like huge. So sometimes mm-hmm. you just know, now, in a case, just to wrap this up, uh, and Megan, I'm just going to, I'm in a, I'm rolling now. So I'm going to finish up these duties. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Casey, where can people? Dean has something to say, so everybody. Hey, Casey, where just... can people get that CD? Uh, you can get that music online. Uh, you can find my website, Casey-Campbell.com, or you can go to um, anywhere you stream your music. Uh, Apple, you can get it from the iTunes, the iTunes store. You can uh, stream it on Spotify, uh, Amazon, all the usuals. So. Hey Casey, can you find it on the Jerry Podcast? You can find it. Oh yeah, we're still running our. Website? We're still and we're still running our radio too. So I've used I've used oh, that yeah. function a lot. I I yeah. almost forget about it sometimes. But on our website, you can go to jerryspringer.com and there is a button to just stream the music from the podcast uh, in rotation. I so didn't you can know hear that. All the great, is that yeah. we're doing that. Yeah, we're doing that. Yeah, was there going to? Was Jerry. I going to hear about it? I don't <laughs> well, it's been about six years now. So yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> and we, and we, seventh year in, I catch on. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Normally, I need seven years. <laughs> He's really in there after seven years. He's got it oh, together. Funny. All right, Megan, take over. 
<laughs> All righty. All right, guys. Well, again, thank you, Casey. We love having you on. Go check us all out on the Jerry Springer podcast. Like us on Facebook. Make sure that you give us some likes and some five-star reviews. We would really appreciate that. We can also mention you on our podcast. Um, And I guess with that, Mr. Jerry Springer and one Casey Campbell will be taking us out on Down by the Riverside. Well, I'm gonna lay down my heavy load Down by the riverside Tom Fullery, recorded live at the Folk School Coffee Parlor in Ludlow, Kentucky. Thanks to Patrick Kennedy for writing our opening song, and to you for listening. Check out our website at jerryspringer.com. I'm gonna lay down my sword and shield down by.